Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go back to the book of Hebrews, chapter number four. Uh, we've been looking at this over the last few podcasts. Uh, this is the fourth part of this study on the Word of God, on the absolutes of the Word of God. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter number 4 and verse number 12, For the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of sunder, uh, sunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And a lot of titles used to describe the Bible in the Bible. Interestingly, the word Bible is not found in the Bible. It simply means the books. And this is my favorite title that the Bible gives of itself, the Word of God. The Word of God, because it is the Word of God and uh, God's Word. It does not contain the Word of God. It is the Word of God. And we've been looking at this uh, for a few days uh, we talked about the absolute accuracy of the Bible. We talked about the absolute association of the Bible. If you've not listened to the previous podcast, you ought to go and listen to those. And then we talked on the last podcast about the absolute authority of God's Word, the absolute authority. Uh, the Bible's clear that it's quick, it's alive, it's powerful, it's got energy, uh, it's sharper, uh, it, it's not a hacker. It's 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 like a surgeon. It pierces. It divides. It discerns, and that's where we concluded on the last podcast. I want to continue to think on this authority. The Bible has authority. Um, we've now raised a generation that wants to critique the Bible instead of letting the Bible critique us. But we need to allow the Bible to discern us. And that's where we stopped on the last podcast, talking about how it is able to dis distinguish and single out uh, things in our life. The Bible can just cut us up, and it has authority. It has authority over the saved. Oh, yes, over the saved. It has the authority over the saved because the Word of God criticizes and critiques. That's why many choose not to read it and study because when you read the Bible, the Bible will read you. The Bible will lay you open. It has the authority to divide you and discern you. It's your critic. The Bible, does, uh, it'll do exploratory surgery on the saints of God. It'll search out the saints of God. And, and not only will it do exploratory surgery, but then it will do corrective surgery and sanctify us. The Bible said in Matthew chapter 18, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It's better for thee to enter to life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. The Bible can cut off your hand. It can cut off your heart, excuse me, your foot. Uh, and Jesus is not speaking literally. You don't, do you think if you cut your hand off, it'll make you more spiritual? Absolutely not. What the Lord is saying here is let the Word of God cut out of your life the things your hand should not be touching, the things that, uh, places that your feet should not be walking. If there's something cancerous in your body, 
uh, you'll go to the doctor and let them cut it out. And he's saying if there's something sinful, something cancerous spiritually in you, some work of your hands, some place you attend, let the Word of God remove it so that healing and health can begin. The Bible has authority over the saved. The Bible has authority over the sinner. The Bible said that the Word of God literally as a sword stabs the heart. Acts chapter 5, verse 33 Simon Peter was preaching, and the Bible said when they heard that, they were cut to the heart. What cut them? What cut those folks? Was it Peter's wit? Was it Peter's wisdom? No, it was the Word of God. Acts seven fifty four. when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and gnashed on him with their teeth, talking about Stephen. And when a man is preaching in the power of the Holy Spirit, there's a lot of folks that are going to get cut. Don't get the idea that preaching is bad because people don't like it. That may be the best thing about it. When folks come to church, something ought to happen to them. When the Word of God is preached in power, one of three things is going to happen to you. You're either going to get mad, or you're going to get sad, or you're going to get glad. The Bible's going to cut you one way or the other. It's going to hurt you, or it's going to heal you. It'll make you mad, sad, or glad. And if you go to church and nothing happens, then it means nothing is happening in the preacher. It means nothing is happening in the pulpit because the Bible said when they heard this, they were pricked in the heart. The Bible has authority over the sinner. The Word of God will stab the listener. The gospel, it's a savor of life or death. It's a savor unto life or a savor or unto death. And if the Bible doesn't cut you to heal you, the Bible will cut you to kill you. We're going to come to the judgment. You know what we're going to do? We're going to be judged by the Word of God. Matthew 10, 14, And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words when you depart out of that city or house, shake off the dust of your feet. That Bible has authority over the saint, and it has authority over the sinner. And I like this one. The Bible has authority over Satan. Praise God. Three times Jesus ran Satan through with the sword of the Spirit. The devil came to Jesus to tempt him, and three times Jesus said, It is written. It is written. It is written. Three times the Lord defeated Satan by the sword, the Word of God. Can I give you some good advice? You don't need to argue with the devil. <laughs> you hear that? That's good advice. You don't need to argue with the devil. You know why? Because number one, it's not worth it. And number two, you're going to lose the argument. Never argue with the devil. Point him to the Word of God and then step out of the argument. Use the Word of God. Just use the Word of God. And from then on, his argument is with God himself. The Word of God is our chief weapon against Satan. In fact, when you study the armor of God, it's the only offensive weapon. That's why it's important to study the Bible. That's why it's important to put Bible to memory. You better be able to say when Satan gets on your case, it is written. It is written. It is written. If you're, I, I, I counsel people sometimes, and I preach this in the pulpit, and I counsel people privately. If they're having an issue with a certain temptation, with a certain sin, uh, with a certain um, doubt, Whatever the case may be, I challenge them, go find Bible verses that 
are along that category. If you're dealing with the sin of lust, go find Bible verses and put them to memory or put them on paper and have them with you. And when you're dealing with that, read those Bible verses. Uh, if you're dealing with the sin of jealousy, go find Bible verses about jealousy. If you're if you're uh, a former alcoholic and you were a drunk before you got saved and, and every now and again that creeps up into your flesh, find Bible verses about drunkenness because the Word of God is our, is our strength. In the last days, the Bible says the, the world is going to come to the battle of Armageddon. And, and do you know the weapon that's going to be used at the battle of Armageddon? Revelation 19, 15, out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword. The word of God's going to be the weapon. It has absolute authority over the saved. It has absolute authority over sinners. And it has absolute authority over Satan. It's an absolute. And so we see these absolutes of accuracy and association and also authority. But let me give you one more and uh, we'll be finished on this study. The Bible has absolute ability. It has absolute ability. It has the ability to convict. When our words do not seem to make a difference in the lives of our children, the lives of our lost loved ones, or, or maybe even in our community and nation, God's Word has the ability to convict. And we've already read where Peter preached and they were cut to the heart. It has the ability to convict. But then, thank God, it has the ability to convert. The same Bible that convicts you is the Bible that converts you. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. It has the ability to convict. It has the ability to convert. It has the absolute ability to condemn. On the day of Pentecost, Peter preached a sermon and 3,000 souls got saved. You know why? Because he used the sword. Before that, when Jesus, not many days before, in the Garden of Gethsemane, they came to arrest Jesus, Peter used a physical sword. A fisherman pulled out a sword, and he goes out there to defend Jesus with the sword in the flesh. He was not in the spirit. He was in the flesh, and he cut off Malchus's ear, the servant of the high priest. And Peter lunged on him and, and took a whack at him and cut off his ear. Now, Peter didn't mean to do that. He meant to cut off his head. But he made a mess of everything. And had Jesus not put that ear back on that man, can you imagine what would have happened, what kind of testimony he would have had? What happened to your ear, Malchus? Well, some Christian cut it off. And when we get in the flesh, we mess things up. But just a few days later, on the day of Pentecost, Peter took the sword of the Spirit, and he didn't kill with it. God used him to save with it. Now listen what I'm going to say right here. How many times have we taken the Word of God and used the sword in the flesh to take away a sinner's hearing when God wants us to take the Word of God and reach their heart? If you use the sword, and I'm talking about even the Bible. I've, I've preached the Bible in the flesh. I've heard other preachers preach the Bible in the flesh. Uh, saved folk have went out and witnessed in the flesh, and they've used the Bible which is the right tool, but they've used it in the right manner, wrong manner. And if you use the Bible in the flesh, all you're going to do is close ears. But if you use the Bible in the spirit, you'll open hearts. It has the ability to convert and convict. 
but it has the ability to condemn. And if the Bible does not convict and convert, there's no other option but condemnation. If the Bible doesn't heal you, the Bible will hurt you. If the Bible doesn't save you, the Bible will slay you. It is absolute. It has absolute accuracy. It has absolute association. It has absolute authority. It has absolute ability. Man, what a Bible we have. The Word of God. I sure have enjoyed this study. And I want to challenge you today, as I do every day, to go out today and be salt and light. This world is dirty and dark, but we've got what they need. We have the Word of God. Go out today and be a testimony. If you're listening to this in the evening, plan on purpose. Tomorrow I'm going to get my Bible. I'm going to read it. I'm going to get filled with the Spirit. I'm going to pray. And then I'm going out and I'm going to be salt and light in this earth. And until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.